Hello. Welcome to the Maximum Effort Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. Yeah, so Liam is still here. He was supposed to be kidnapped by my in-laws, but then he started crying. Because I didn't know know they were coming. And we had plans for this afternoon. I boiled a bunch of eggs yesterday, and we were going to dye them today. And also, I can't be trusted with adult money, and I bought a cotton candy machine. And he's been asking me all morning to make some. So I said, after lunch, we'll do it. And then they showed up. And he was all upset. So I said, well, we might have to do that tomorrow instead. And it was full meltdown. Like, no! Because he's been looking forward to the cotton candy since yesterday. Oh, no. (laughs) So I was like, all right, plan B. I will drive him to you (laughs) after we're finished with what we had planned. Oh, no. So I didn't want to dash the kids' hopes and, you know. (laughs) I said, okay, the new plan is we'll make the cotton candy put it in a bag, and then you take it with you to Grandma and Papa's house. Does that sound okay? Yeah! So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever works, works. (laughs) Yeah. And it it just so happened that yesterday I had my nephew over babysitting, and just Liam goes out of nowhere, I want cotton candy. And I said, you know what? That sounds really good, but we can't get cotton candy because it's not, you know, fair season. And even if it was... They canceled last year. I don't know if it's coming this year. So I left my nephew and Liam home while I went in and did some uh, grocery shopping because I had to pick up some stuff for Easter. And I was walking down the aisle. And what do I see? It's a snow cone machine and a cotton candy machine. And I was like, God damn it. (laughs) I can make this come true for my kid. I like I have to. Right. I have to. (laughs) See, I would have been the opposite. I would have been like, ooh, but snow cones, though. (laughs) I'm not really a fan of snow cones. I wish um, I could do, like, a really good deep-fried Oreo. I can do those. I essentially have a carnival worth of food in my house because I have a deep fryer. I have a popcorn machine because I decided I needed that for some reason. And now I have a cotton candy maker. So, you know, we're uh, testing it out later because it it also says it's a hard candy, cotton candy machine. So I went through his Halloween candy and I pulled out like broken Jolly Rancher suckers and stuff like that. So we're going to try some Jolly Rancher cotton candy later. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) That's cool that it can do that. So, that, you know, my husband just rolls his eyes when I buy random things because, <laughs> well, I, I guess he, I don't know if he can really be trusted either because it was nice yesterday. And when it's sunny around here, that's pretty irregular. So uh, he just decided, I'm going to go get a basketball hoop because he's been wanting one for in front of the house since we moved in here and we've just never done it. And apparently yesterday then that was his cue. To also, you know, not be an adult. And he did not only buy one, he also bought a kid size. So we have two basketball hoops in our driveway. (laughs) I just thought, oh no. (laughs) I don't even want to look at the bank account. I went to do Easter shopping and that was a nightmare. Because we're in the city, there's like so many Walmarts here. Like, so many Walmarts. 
We're lucky we have one. How many Walmarts do you have? Four that I know of. Wow. In the vicinity. So really there's four within a 30-minute drive, 45-minute drive. You can get to four of them. Uh, Wow. If I want to get to the next Walmart from me, it's an hour and a half. Yeah, it's not anywhere close. So we have a Walmart and we have a Meyer. And yeah, and and anything other than that, it's going to be minimum hour and a half drive to get to another. Yeah, because I would say the the Rayford one is about 40 40 to 45 minutes away, depending on traffic. The one that's on the same road, but inside Fayetteville lines, about 30 minute drive. That must be a big city then. (laughs) Fayetteville's huge. (laughs) It's pretty big. (laughs) There's my tiny town where we don't even have like an Olive Garden or a Red Lobster or any of the other basic white girl places. Well, I was going to say there's more because then we've got Hope Mills, which isn't that far either. Like 30 minutes, like within like 30 minutes away and they've got a Walmart. Wow. So it's like if we want to get to one, we can go to different. And it's not that bad because so, I had gone to the one nearest, like right by our place. And they were like out. of. Joey has this obsession right now. With these, what he likes to call blind bags. Oh yeah, you YouTube. told me about that. Yeah. Well, I ended up finding like Paw Patrol ones. And I ended up getting so many. He was only missing Zuma. And I'm like, alright. And he kept asking for Zuma. And I'm like... <sighs> so I went and I bought out all they had left. <laughs> Just to try and get the Zuma? Because I'm that mom the first one he opens and I mean I just spent like $50 because I'm like if I get it I just he's got to at least get a Zuma and then whatever the first one he opens is a Zuma and I'm like nice so can you return the others then I'm going to just to I've got a bag under my desk because every time he sees it he's like oh blind bag I'm like no 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 don't touch that please I want to return them all yeah you don't want to keep them all because you just a lot of money I do not want to keep but while I was there I ended up finding some blaze um in the monster machine uh trucks and cars and he lost his mind over that and so but his favorite character is crusher and my Walmart didn't have one so I went to the one down by the mall like 15 minutes down the road (laughs) 10 minutes down the road yeah they're so close to each other it's kind of silly that I went to that one and they had a one in stock, just one crusher. And so I'm like, excuse me, that's going to be home with me. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's going to be that. part of Easter tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. I did find one Walmart that's closer, but it's in another country. <laughs> it's in Canada. Canada. Which I'm right on the border of. But you can't really get across there right now anyway. And... Canadians come over to our Walmart to shop. So I don't know <laughs> what they've got. That it would make good. much sense for me to then go to theirs to buy things when well, I don't know. Depends on the exchange rate. Cuz if the dollar's worth more than the Canadian dollar, then I guess it would make sense to do some shopping there. 
within a 10 mile radius, there are one, two, three, four, five Walmarts within a 10 mile radius from where I'm at currently. That was ridiculous. I, I just decided to look it up and I'm like, wow, okay, yeah, got it. They've just there's so over. many because I forget that there's Spring Lake and Cameron nearby too. And so there's just like literally within, oh my gosh. And then we've got uh, Walmart markets, which I don't know if you've seen those, where it's just grocery version of Walmarts. And it's just like, they've instead of the blue, they've got like the green. Hmm. And um, yeah, it's just, they've got gas. They're usually gas stations as well. Um, but yeah, it's just Walmart uh, neighborhood market, they call it. Where it's just the grocery part. If hmm. you, you're only going to get groceries, they've got them. So we've got a few of those as well. Jeez. So. I don't know what I would do with that many store options. Oh, and then our mall. Oh, my gosh. We've got like three Starbucks. Well, no. Four. I'd say within like a 10-mile radius, like four Starbucks. I think I need to come visit you when uh, <laughs> when I can travel again. We've got so we've got just so many options here where it's like, but it becomes like okay, where am I going this time? I've just we've got like um a bunch of food lions as well, which is a really good grocery store. We've Heartless. got a few, like we've got those everywhere, just like Walmart's. So, you know what though? If I do go to North Carolina, the place that I'm going is the winery with the llamas. To be honest. If I'm going to make the drive to North Carolina, yeah. I'm going to that. We're, we're going up. Yeah. <laughs> I never remember what it's called, but I should look it up again. <laughs> yeah, that would actually, that actually sounds fun. I'm not going to lie. And it's kind of not around a lot of things either. It's kind of in a weird spot in the state because I was even looking for Airbnbs or someplace nearby to rent. And there's not that many options. It's a uh, mm. divine llama vineyards. <laughs> yep, you can go take llamas for a walk and then drink wine. It's in East Bend, North Carolina. That actually sounds pretty fun, though. We live about two hours from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So we're not that far. Yeah, I've been. It's great. <laughs> I've been there once when, when Joey was much younger and Grandma was visiting. It was me, my mom, grandma, and Joey. We all went to Myrtle Beach and we went to the aquarium, which is a Ripley's Believe It or Not aquarium. What? <laughs> I didn't know those existed. It was great. It was a lot of fun. And they had um, live mermaid shows. Live mermaid shows? Yeah. Whoa. Which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah. And it's great. It's great. I want to go back. <laughs> Joey would like it. They have like a... Um, you can walk through or you can stand on this belt that literally just like pulls you through and it's one of those rounded um aquariums where you just like there's sharks and they put like a little sunken ship thing in there and then like all these types of fish and you just get to go around and it's cool oh, that's so cool i like aquariums and zoos mm -hmm. we went to the detroit zoo a couple of years ago and it was really cool because the the penguin exhibit is kind of like that because you go underground i guess and when you first go in it's almost like you're on a ship almost because like you're walking down but then you see they have these this video up and you see this you know basically you're on a ship 
and you're going through the water. And when the waves come up, you feel a little bit of water. I don't know if it's like a mm. mister they have in there, but it's really cool. So as, as you're going down, then you're kind of getting like some mist from spray from a ship. And then you go underneath and where all the penguins are swimming. It's kind of the same thing where it's like a dome. So you see all these penguins swimming above your head and around you. And it's oh, really wow. neat. That does sound really cool. Yeah, the Detroit Zoo is massive, but it's it's pretty awesome. With the with the mermaid exhibit, I don't know how they held their breath that long. <laughs> it was really cool. Like the whole room, they took one of the fish exhibits, and I guess they just made it was a it was one that doesn't have sharks like that'll do yeah. any damage to them or anything. It's just so they're with fish, and they just go in these like tanks. They're going up and down, and they're just like waving, and they're dancing underwater. How are you? I could. Never. I imagine you'd have to do a lot of training for that one to let your yeah. lungs get that, you know, hold that much air. But it was it was a lot of fun. I think I want to I want to go back there, and, and they have a zoo, which I think would be probably just as interesting. So I wanted to try that, but yeah, yeah. or a safari or something. But with it being only two hours away, that's not that bad. No. Like, I expected it to be much further, so I'm not mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> so have you uh, have you read anything this week? No. I have hardly done much of anything, but done everything. <laughs> is basically what it's, what it's felt like, to be honest. Um, I, I really haven't, I haven't had a moment to sit down and read, but I want to. Yeah. I read a stupid amount of books. Two of them were shorter, though, and I did not like them, so I won't tell you <laughs> who wrote those. I read the first one. It was free, and I was like, well, maybe it's because it's, it's the first one on the series. Maybe they'll get better. So I skipped ahead to book three, and it's not the kind of series where you like have to read, you know, because they're right. different characters and they're standalone. So I skipped ahead to book three because I thought that premise was good, but the, the writing wasn't... Uh, quite up to my preferences it's kind of like a i don't know a young. High, high schooler wrote it and didn't really do any character development ah. i like to see some character development and like a well-written plot and it could have been very good like it could have been excellent it was one of those uh i guess you'd call it paranormal mm. but yeah it's not quite developed enough this could have used some editing um, yeah. Then I read Bossy Grump by Nicole Snow, which is a newer one out. I like that one. Um, two Melanie Sean books. <laughs> <laughs> and then I read the advanced reader copy of I Pucking Love You by Pippa Grant. It's the number oh, five yeah. Copper Valley Thrusters book. I've, got to, I've still got to download my, my free um, Bad Boys Books Club books yeah. from this month. Yeah. I keep forgetting, like, I get the emails every month here are your free downloads and i'm like oh yeah and then i totally forget i never ever read them but yeah i got the advanced reader copy for that one and it was super cute and it was one of those books where i found myself like smiling like an idiot as i was reading it <laughs> so i always like that if i you know it it made me feel but i do this thing and i think it's because i was an english major for a while and i had this teacher that was always like 
finding the the things within a book where it can't just be like a rom-com and it was nice and cute where every once in a while I'm like oh but I, there's a deeper meaning in this and then I zoom myself stop it <laughs> <laughs> you're reading for enjoyment do not pick apart <laughs> people's psychology in the book with like having issues of this girl of basically how how she was raised and not being secure in herself and then there's me going like, you can she, do it she had to deal with a, with a narcissistic parent i can see that the way she's uh believing this about herself mm. like, no, like the, the mom is putting a lot of him, her insecurities onto her daughter and that's causing her daughter to be insecure later in life and she made some decisions that she's having trouble dealing with and yeah so there was all that and then uh, i watched two episodes yesterday of falcon and the winter soldier which Ooh. was great and i i'll be honest i did not want to watch one division at all like none of that is interesting to me that whole plot thing see i've never even started it yeah i see falcon and the winter soldier and i'm like okay anthony mackie sebastian stan super hot i'm watching that and uh <laughs> so that and they're i like their uh they have some comedic timing between the two of them, so that's pretty great. See, I also... I'm going to get shamed for this. I've missed out on The Mandalorian as well. Oh, it's so good. I need to... I keep thinking how I need to start The Mandalorian and WandaVision, and I'm sitting here like, I've started neither, yeah. and I'm disappointed I... in myself. I mean, obviously, I'm going to recommend The Mandalorian before WandaVision, because right. WandaVision doesn't introduce me, but... uh. Yeah, The Mandalorian, very well done. It's excellent. Okay. I completely recommend that. Um, Better than the the, the the sequels? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I liked that better than the movies with Rey, is how I felt about The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. The movies with Rey is how she puts it. Got yeah. it. I didn't <laughs> like her plot line. I think they didn't do it justice. Yeah. Like could have done more with it. Yeah, it's great you have this female character. She's got these Jedi powers. Awesome. Like, what's she going to do with it? And then it, they make it this weird, like, connection with Kylo Ren thing. And then, you know, <laughs> the, the, the weird... They always have to do it. They always have to do the weird connections. I don't know if it's a love triangle thing or whatever, because, like, Finn had these feelings. Was it Finn had the feelings for Rey? Yeah. yeah. And then Rose had feelings for Finn and then Poe was just in there oh. and then they're they're gonna have it be like oh they've got this strong mental connection and then end it the way they did I was not happy yeah <laughs> I wasn't happy they could have like, done so many this. yeah they could have done so many different things and then you know Palpatine showed back up and I was like what the what's going what the heck is this what what have you I done? was so upset the first one that came out in theaters, I was so broken apart when Kylo got in that fight with his dad. I was so mad, <laughs> angry, furious. My face was yeah. red. I mean, just tear, like full blown crying and screaming yeah. over this. Like, well, if I that's was how Harrison Ford happy. wanted it to go. That's one thing, I guess. I don't right. Know. But I don't know if he's saying that just to, like, back it up. But I guess we'll never know. Because he'll, he'll, he'll never be... He doesn't seem like the type that would just bash 
simply to bash. I think he would he would kind of stand up for or at least take the take the hit for it like that so that everybody shuts up because he knows more people like he's got he's got the fans <laughs> everybody knows that i mean he, the, yeah. the fans follow him so whatever he says we're gonna be like all right cool no problem well i i guess i was okay with it because it was kind of a character development part of the plot right i was like okay um this wasn't a pointless he got killed by whatever and then everybody just went oh no and then it had nothing to do with the rest of the plot like at least it was <laughs> it was in the character development of kylo ren where i was like okay i don't like yeah. this but i understand there's a reason i think the words how dare you flew out of my mouth when it <laughs> happened and i was just not having it <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate the movie. At the end of the day, I was like, I don't hate the movie. But that made me so upset. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, watched okay. the, the Force Awakens was one that I watched multiple times. But then when the, yeah. the next two came out, I was like, I'm okay never watching these again. This, and, it just ruined it for me. Unpopular opinion. I will never understand why anybody hates Jar Jar Binks. He was great. You know what? As a kid, I did not mind Jar Jar Binks whatsoever. I don't understand it. Like, I, I get it. I, I mean, I do. Like, I, I get a lot of the reasoning behind it. They're like, oh, he, you know, he's this and he's that. And yeah, he's annoying, but he also did this, which made this hard. I get it. But I adored him. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> as you hate everybody does i think as I well as i got older it became a he's kind of annoying yeah but as a kid it wasn't annoying it was actually as a cat as a kid when it came out i loved that movie <laughs> yeah i haven't watched it in so long because like my my go-to is return of the jedi it's always my go-to i will always choose that one What's, uh, is that A New Hope? Is that number four? So that was like the original so. Star Wars movie. Like the mm -hmm. first one was number four, which is a little bit confusing to some people when I'm trying to explain. Like to I my nephew, they... he wanted to get into Star Wars and he was asking me what order he should watch them in. Like if he should do them as they came out or start from number one. And I said, no, 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 no. You got to watch these how they came out. So you got to watch them in order. You have to. Yeah, you can't you can't do one to the end. <laughs> Four, five, six, one, two, three, and then. And I know it, it's it's silly too. I never understood why they did it that way either. But yeah, but nothing will be better to me than Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Princess Leia. Like yeah, those three movies. The rest of them are trash compared to those. Right, and they know that they can't they can't replace those characters with other people playing them. Like there will be an uproar and they know that. Like like after, you know, Leia after after she died, I was like, I don't know what they're gonna do with her character because I knew like she was in Force Awakens. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, I just sat there and I'm like, Well, I know they can't they wouldn't dare. Like that's what like that's like what went went through my head. I'm like, No, they wouldn't sit there and dare to try to replace her, right? And they were smart and didn't and I'm like, Good. Because 
I think a lot of us would be really, really upset if they tried to just put somebody else as her character. Because, no, there's only one Leia. <laughs> like, that's not right. Yeah, they'd have to, like, CGI her, essentially, yeah. and try and get her get her voice in there. But, yeah. So, if we're talking on the scale of, like, all the Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. the Luke Skywalker movies, so 4, 5, and 6, and then the Mandalorian. Like, they're right, they're right there together. I really? love them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. The rest of them are trash <laughs> compared to those. <laughs> the rest are garbage. I rebuke you. Yep. I loved the Mandalorian so much that it's my text tone. <laughs> the sound from the Mandalorian. <laughs> so I guess I will have to. I'll have to look into it. I kept like worrying. And that's the thing too, because I'm like, maybe it's getting all this hype, but it's not going to be. It's probably one through three. Like, that's what I just kept thinking. I'm like, is it going to be, like... And see, I didn't hate 1 through 3 that much. Like, I was like, all right, it's good. It's it's it's, it's fine. It's just it's not, like, 4, 5, 6. Yeah. It's different levels. I was just like, okay, I mean, it's not bad. Like, I'll watch them. Yeah. If they're on, I mean, I'll watch them. But it's not, like... So I was just worried. I'm like, what is this going to be like? Is it going to be, like, one of those where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Or is it going to be one of those, like... This sucks. Why is this getting hype? No, I'm very defensive and protective of my time that I'm going to spend on something. So, like, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to read a book, I want it to be good. If I'm going to watch a show, it's going to be good. I'm not going to waste my time watching something that I don't have interest in, which is why I still haven't watched season three of Stranger Things. I loved one and two, and then when I got to three, I just said, I can't. I can't right now with this. I didn't even make it all the way through season two. I've got to, I've got to re- re-go at it. I, I start my seasons and then I just yeah. let myself down. There's never <laughs> really a show where I'm so into it that I have to watch all of it. And seasons one and two for Stranger Things was like that for me. And then The Mandalorian and kind of everything else. I just go, I'll, I'll watch it when I want to watch it. And I loved... Um, since you got me into Supernatural all those years ago, <laughs> when they were still at like season four or five, yeah. Um, when I got to season ten, I just lost interest. Yeah. Same with Walking I Dead. I got to did. season five and I went, oh, it's, I can only watch so much of somebody being ripped apart by zombies. And it was the same with the the comics too, because I was buying those, and I think I got to volume twenty whatever and i just i I quit yeah a lot of people was it was supernatural a lot of people lost interest uh somewhere between seasons eight and ten do you Um, know when it was that i lost interest they mm. killed charlie and i was done i said i'm done with the show (laughs) and i stopped watching regularly (laughs) i honestly lost interest a lot a lot sooner than everybody else and it wasn't like anything that the show really did it was that my ex was like like, I got him into it. Yeah. And yet, he was acting like it was the opposite. And it became, like, this whole big thing of, like, oh, did you see this? And he would, like, talk through it. And then I just been like, go watch your show. And then I just go do my own thing. Because it, like, and I didn't realize it until after leaving where I'm like, wow, he ruined that show for me now. Aww. Like, now I got to, like, maybe restart it and hopefully get back into it. Because I'm like, man, I just, I didn't want anything to do with it because he annoyed me. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe maybe I should have another go at it because Sam and Dean Dean and Sam forever in my heart <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I'm I'm still against 
Jared is Walker, Texas Ranger. I'm sorry. He was Walker, Texas Ranger? They, they're they doing the rebooted Walker, Texas Ranger where he's oh, young. No. And his wife plays Walker's wife. And, you know, I'm, I'm not interested in that. No one will beat Chuck Norris in my heart yeah. as Walker, Texas Ranger. He oh, can't gosh, be replaced. I, I do want to watch MacGyver, though. Because they did that where it's a younger guy playing MacGyver. And I think I he was in X-Men First Class. I want to say that's what I first remember him in. I want to I want to watch it. This may come as a surprise, but I'm also not the biggest Chuck Norris fan. I know. <laughs> so maybe I'll like it. I think I it's nostalgia for I, me, though, because right. when we would go to my grandma's house, she would always have on. Okay, And these were the shows that mm-hmm. she was into at the time. Uh, Murder, She Wrote, mm-hmm. Walker, Texas Ranger, uh, Magnum P.I. Okay. <laughs> so, so as a child, going to my grandma's house in the summer while my parents were working, the, that's what we would end up watching right. is a lot of those shows. See, when I would, when I would always go over to Grandma and Jim's, I would always watch um, his shows. Joy's like MASH, Hazel. Oh, yes. MASH is a classic. <laughs> MASH, Hazel, Edgy I don't Virginia. know. I don't know what Hazel is. Hazel is about it's it's a family, and then Hazel is the like the housekeeper or whatever. It's, huh. it's so funny. And I'm like, I've never heard like, of it. He watches all these shows where it's just like all like oldies TV, and so I sit there and I'm like, I mean, I have this in my arsenal. I could be like, oh yeah, I know what I know what that's from. I know what that's from. Like, <laughs> but. So I, I, I get it. Yeah. Well, we played a game. Uh, we had game night at my in-laws. And I forget what it's called. But it's basically got all the the generations. So there's questions for boomers. There's questions for millennials. You know, it kind of goes like that. And I was in our on our team. I was getting all the boomer questions because I love classic movies and TV shows. And I'd know him right away. I'd be like, what's this Cary Grant movie where he's running from a plane? I was like, oh, it's North by Northwest. And Nathan and his sister and my brother, they'll look at me and I was like, what? I like classic movies. That's a classic movie. Yeah, <laughs> like Charade I, I... with Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn. I love that movie. See, the movies now, if you get into movies, I'm more into the 80s movies. Like like John Breakfast Hughes. Club. Yes. Yeah. 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 Those are classics. Breakfast yes. Club, Sixteen Breakfast Candles, Club, 16 candles. Yes. any like the Anthony Michael Hall movies. What's the Saint Elmo's um, Fire? Um, what's the Matthew Broderick one where it's with the computers? Oh I'm yeah, have to yeah, look yeah. That uh, Pretty in Pink. No. Um, oh. War- oh, 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 the one with the, the computers. Um, Weird Science. Mm-mm. No, that's not Matthew Broderick. I'm trying to think of like all the War 80s. Games. Hmm. 1983 American Cold War science fiction techno thriller film. He hacks into this computer and he essentially sets it to play a game. Uh, and then he sets off this like nuclear arsenal response as a threat to the Soviet Union because it's. You know... Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the one I haven't, I haven't gotten into. But yeah, I'm more about like the 80s. And the nineties. But um like weird science. I mean, Goonies. The Goonies and the Breakfast Club will forever be like my favorite two movies. Yes. 
The Goonies is a classic, and hey, everyone boy. should appreciate that movie. I tried to watch it with Liam, but I think he's too young still because he was getting a little bit scared. <laughs> so I said, okay, we'll shut it off. We don't have to watch it. Princess Bride. Princess Bride is a classic. Mm-hmm. Have you never seen Princess Bride? I watched it. You did not like it? Inconceivable. Was, that's the guy that always like bothered me. It's like, Wallace Shawn. It's, you know, it's fine. I think I got to rewatch it because I think like, I don't know if I was paying attention the whole time because I think I was kind of just like, what is this? Oh, it's so good. And so I've got to rewatch it and like actually force myself to pay attention to try to see if I like it. Yeah. Because the parts that I remember, I'm like kind of cringe. Yes, Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, and I was telling my, I was telling my nephew the other day. I made some reference to Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and he didn't get the reference. So I sent him the scene because him and Liam were doing this. Um, he's got these foam swords, and they were fighting. And then Liam's like, "I cut your arm off," and then. <laughs> I said it's just a flesh wound and he got real confused Uh, so I went on YouTube and I sent him the clip and I was like this is what that's from you should be aware I also wanted to tell him about the Knights of Knee but we didn't get that far (laughs) Knights of Knee demand a sacrifice we demand a shrubbery (laughs) that movie really is just perfection because everything yeah. about that movie has me cackling. I know. And well, I don't know if it's just me and my dad's sense of humor. We found it funny and my mom and my sister thought it was dumb. My mom thinks it's dumb. Yeah. So like, I get it. But, but I was like, oh, no, it's so good. It's a classic. It's so funny. I'm surprised Sarah didn't like it. I, I, I thought she would have. Nah. Nah. You're like, nah. I think, I think my guy friend, it was... Probably mostly my guy friends in high school that got me into like Monty Python. And then we watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which I guess made sense that they would like it because they were all kind of a bunch of stoners. So Dazed and Confused. I like that one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Wet Hot American Summer. That's a good movie. What was our topic supposed to be today? Because Um, we've completely. (laughs) We've just gone off on a tangent. Yes, today's topic is Mom's Saving Grace, so shows or um, products that kind of help us get through the day. Well, you know what? We kind of hit on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, kind of, in, in, a, in our own way. Um, one of mine, I will say, my first and foremost, is this thing. I need to put new batteries in it. Luckily, he's got a backup one that looks like a dinosaur. What is it called? This is a star star belly. And you click. See if it makes noise. You can kind of see it's going to die. And it dies. But you you can go through it. And it it projects. um, Like stars and stuff. And all over the walls. And it helps him go to sleep. I use Alexa. And. Oh, sorry. Turn back off. Thank you. I use her. Um, to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And then I put that on the walls. And within like 10, 20 minutes, out cold. Nice. Yes. Mine, to get Liam to sleep when we've had a long weekend or something like that, is melatonin gummies. 
<laughs> when he's so wound that he can't get to sleep. Mm -hmm. And I don't give him to him much because I don't want him to be like, here, you need this thing to help you go to sleep. But if his schedule is off, if he's um, feeling sick or just like really needs to sleep and he can't get there on his own, mm -hmm. one of those and like an hour and a half and he's out, which mm -hmm. is why I'll give one to him like <laughs> earlier after dinner. So then he still has time to wind down and take a bath and get cozy and it's like okay here you go so that's usually how our week starts is <laughs> i put him to bed extra early he gets a really good night's sleep and then he wakes up and he's ready for school the next day yeah and i found those on I amazon mm -hmm. yeah i can understand that like we, we just keep we try to keep them every time we get them started on something it switches like for a while i would just like read books like a lot of his books I have to have yeah. certain ones and I have to do them in a certain order because <laughs> some of them get him more riled up and some of them get him more tired uh. <laughs> so it's like the ones where he participates in where he reads aloud with and like yells I put those first yeah. <laughs> to be read and then the ones where he just kind of hangs out I put at the end and that usually like would work um and then I found that mom was having a hard time while I was at work trying to get him to sleep. Like, it would take hours. Like, yeah. he was supposed to be to bed at 7 and 9.30, 9 o'clock. I'm like, why is this kid not asleep? And he was supposed to be, she's like, he is not going to sleep. And he's, like, kicking the walls and hitting the walls and would not go to sleep. And we tried a projector and, that I bought off of Amazon, and it was terrible. It worked, like, once. Oh. It was great. And then it wouldn't work again. And so I've got like this useless projector. Oh, is that one of those like, projectors um, that's supposed to show like the Milky Way and stars yeah. and stuff? Mm hmm Like all the galaxies and it's going to be all pretty. Huh. And it worked once. And now I'm like, great. And I've replaced batteries. I've tried different plugins. I've done it all and nada. So I'm like, okay, great. And I didn't know what to do. And he liked it at first. And I kept seeing these star belly things and my mom's like oh that looks dumb and i'm like i don't know and i went to the store and they have them at walmart in the as seen on tv department i'm like i'm just gonna get one forget it i'm just gonna get one and try it out he lost his mind over it he absolutely lost his mind and loved it had to go to sleep with it and we just decided to try it one night alongside twinkle twinkle little star and he immediately went to sleep and we were like is this nice. a thing now? Is this is this a thing now? And it's a thing now. <laughs> I've been instructed to open gushers. Alright, go on. There you go. Go shut the door. <laughs> okay. Little kangaroo bounces into frame. Yeah. Throws gushers at you. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes around here. I'm just the, the snack minion is what I've turned into. Where it's, mother, get me Touch snacks. Me a snack. I am thirsty. Bring me drinks. I require nutrients now, woman. <laughs> yeah, what's the... I saw a meme on the, something before. It was like, I used to be an adult and now I'm just a snack bitch. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty accurate. I am I am my toddler's snack bitch. That's how that goes. I'm like, aw, I'm a snack bitch. <laughs> it's like, yes. It's pretty much their entire life. You're just their snack bitch. Even when it was, you know, breastfeeding. It was like, oh, nope. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> still, still snack bitch. The master demands food. 
Um, and then I will say another thing that helped it. Well, something that helped me for a really long time was, um, or what's helping me now, I mean, for, for a while now, is the Publix brand diapers. I didn't think it was going to be that good because of Joseph's skin allergies. And I always worried, and I think maybe as he's gotten older too, he's kind of grown out of some of that. Because um, like I told you before, he had really bad skin allergies when he was just born. And I couldn't use anything other than honest diapers and wipes and yeah. creams and all that. Um, but uh, recently I started using Publix because it's a lot cheaper. They're great diapers too. Like hmm. amazing. They hold a lot. Um, so like if, if he wears one to bed, he's less likely to leak through them. And I'm like, it's just a Publix brand, yeah. like grocery store brand. Fantastic. Hmm. Um, so I will say that. Um, oh, I have a, I have an old list that I was going to do. I guess on my hates list is the Open Water 3 Cage movie. That does not help me get through the day. I will say that. <laughs> That movie was no bueno. I, I've never watched even Open Water, so I didn't know there was a third. There's a third one. It's The Cage, and it's just... <laughs> I, I made this list a while ago, and that's not... It's been a long time since I watched it. No bueno. Not worth the time, to be <laughs> honest. I was, like, confused. Most of the movie, I was, like... And I was paying attention, and I'm like... And, like, and in the end, they try to make it out to be, like, oh, half of this was just, I think it was, like, half of them, half of it was her imagining stuff, because she was just, it's just, like, I can't, I can't, none of it is good. <laughs> Throw it in the bin. All right. So, <laughs> I, I guess I can go over mine real quick. So, baby phase, having a swaddle was excellent for, like, the first month or so of his life and it was great and like everything they tell you to be careful with it's like don't put a blanket in with your baby so i think they were called a halo or you get them where they're like their feet are essentially in a sack and then for their arms you can either wrap them up or you can like put that around their chest so their chest and their legs are warm as they're sleeping that was wonderful um a bouncy chair and then those like mat things with the things that hang down and they can play with when they're doing like floor time potty training there's a book called potty training in three days uh, the step-by-step -step plan for a clean break from dirty diapers i found it on amazon and it was crazy how fast following that like i had i read the whole thing following that for potty training for him really helped because we went straight from diapers to essentially no diapers <laughs> except at bedtime but it was good enough we got a good routine so he knows potty before bed and even though I bought the waterproof mattress pads for his bed he mm -hmm. never peed the bed wow it is insane I don't know how that happened he was ready ready I'm very thankful <laughs> Yeah, he was ready, ready. Um, and then as he's gotten older, it's um, wine, romance novels, or nerd shows. <laughs> yeah, so I would it's, say... Um, it's, it's essentially self-care for right, me. Right, right. That has helped. 
a lot of times, yeah. I'd say during the baby phase, um, the play yard that we had was really helpful, um, especially after moving and everything like that, because to keep him out of areas that could be dangerous, we just block it off with a play yard. Fantastic. Or you could essentially cut off the entrance and exit of the living room from like a bigger area and he'd have a big whole area to run around in and you have to worry about him getting into anything that would be essentially terrible um a good a good decent baby monitor because um when i had the scare uh with joey where i wasn't sure um <laughs> he almost died and it freaked me out um when i went to michigan and I was at Grandma's house and Jim's house. Um, and I found out that he had had tracheomalacia. I wasn't told not to lay him on his back. And I put him in his pack and play just outside the bathroom. So I could use the bathroom real quick. As I'm washing my hands, I heard him choking and stopped breathing. And so I immediately ran and picked him up and got him breathing again. But I then had an anxiety attack. Because now I'm like, okay, if I wasn't that close... Yeah. Or had I been asleep, because I would lay him on his back, because that's what you're always told, never lay your baby on your on their stomach. They'll, yeah. you know, they'll suffocate. Lay them on their back. Lay them always on the back. If I was asleep, I might not have woke up. And then I would have woke up the next morning to a no child, Yeah. essentially. That's scary. Um, That gave me nightmares. <laughs> um, So I slept with him on my chest for months in a recliner because I was like if he moves I will wake up if anything happens I will wake up that way um yeah. and then my mom ended up finding one of those rockers there's there's controversy around one of these rocker things everybody's like oh they're safe no they're dangerous no they're safe no they're dangerous for me personally it worked for him it was an one of those incline rocker things mm. um and it because they're supposed to be kept at an incline position to keep it from collapsing. And he slept in that until he was about a year. He was he was good in that. Um, it took me a minute to even allow him to be in that and off my chest because I was so scared still. Yeah. Um, and then he then I got one of those wedges, and I had him sleeping in his pack and play next to me on the wedge. Until I was finally okay with him being in this crib. It was like a whole... It took me a while. But when I did get him in the crib, I had a really good baby monitor. And I still have it. And I can actually... When I have it on him, I can actually see whether or not his chest is moving and stuff. Or, like, I can hear really well if he's breathing. And that became, like, a lifeline. Or, like, before I'm going to bed... You know, if I wake up to use the bathroom or anything, I just, I, I'm staring at it just to make sure, okay, I can see he's breathing. I can calm down, not panic, you know? So it, but now luckily he's, it's hardened enough where he doesn't have that issue anymore. Yeah. That was, so those, so a really, a really decent, like baby monitor is like life changing. Yeah. Um, Do you know what my sister got me that actually was really cool it's like this um it's almost like a lounge thing where it's a mm -hmm. 
it's almost like a seat where they can lay, but they're somewhat upright. That was excellent when, right after he was born and I was still going to school and I could like set him in that thing and he would sleep in there because it was super comfy. I wish I could remember what it's called. I think that's, that. that's what I, it sounds like what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah. And it's got, it's got some like sides on it. So yeah. they can't really roll, but they they're upright, roll, and you. It also had a little belt thing, belt, so you yeah. could strap them in. That thing's awesome, and also, um, I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're like a mesh thing that goes over the car seat, so you can have your kid outside, and it's got a thing that you can also unzip for shade. Oh, I've but, heard of those. Yeah, because we have so many bugs around here that if we wanted to be outside with them, you know, we didn't want them covered with mosquitoes or have to spray them with bug spray or anything like that. So, yeah, it's this mesh thing that goes over your car seat and protects mm-hmm. them from both the sun and from bugs getting in. And I, I, I've set them in and I was like, man, I need one of those. Like full size, <laughs> just a, for a chair with a nice mesh thing over it and a sun shade so I can sit outside. <laughs> Right. No joke. Kelly could bouncy chairs for kids. Put a baby in mm-hmm. one of them things. I'm like, I want one of those. That looks really comfortable. The um the good hand sanitizer clips that you could and that's funny is because I made this list pre COVID. Um just kinda entertaining. <laughs> um because now I'm like, Yeah, girl, <laughs> those are handy. Yeah. <laughs> But I would like, I like to, um, I would have them on his diaper bag and it was just so much easier. Like if I needed to change his diaper in an area where you can't wash your hands, you have the, the sanitizer clips. And then also, I didn't have this down, but I just thought of it. The throwaway changing mats. Um, they like, it's like little, it's almost like paper. Yeah. Almost like what you get when you go to a, a gynecologist to lay over your yeah <laughs> those would have been good to have because i've had times where i was out and i had to like wipe the thing down with the baby wipe first to try and make it yeah. not so gross I, th- that's exactly it and i came across them when um i started looking for things like because i'd be taking trips and when we'd go like to and from michigan and mississippi and stuff it's so handy because you don't know what you're going to walk into. Yeah. You know, when you're going into a changing room or some places don't even having changing, not even having changing rooms. Like, yeah, we had the um, actual changing pad that comes with his diaper bag, which is great. Yeah. But if like the area is dirty, I don't want to have that changing pad and then like not the be able to. The changing pad is man- dirty. Right, yeah. Right. So yeah, the disposable ones, um, but I think they were like pretty biodegradable, like pretty, pretty good for the environment. Um, I just lay it on top of that, and then I could just throw the whole, like, leave the diaper on there, and then just like kind of bundle it up and throw the whole thing away. And it was like not like it becomes. <laughs> Those things were like if I could not find one, uh, like yeah. a box of them, I was upset. Yeah, you <laughs> know it's also great. great when you're out and about. They kind of remind me of like, <laughs> you can have. D- bags for your dog's poop it's essentially that but for diapers yeah. like it's a little yeah. pull out garbage bag for diapers that's scented so when like if you're stuck somewhere and you have nowhere to throw it away you can still put the dirty diaper in the bag and then not have it stink up your your diaper bag until you can find a garbage can yeah i have one of those 
I definitely have awesome. one of those. I haven't been using it. I, pr I probably should have. Yeah, luckily I've had places to throw them, but I that is a good, especially if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great, great for him. You know, especially if you're out and about doing stuff and if you're changing somewhere where you're not near a bunch of stuff, if you're in your car or whatever, then you're not just mm -hmm. having dirty diapers just out in the right. open until you can find somewhere to throw it away. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm at somebody's house and I'm like, I don't want to throw a shitty diaper into your garbage can. I'm just going to take it home and then put it in our garbage so we don't sneak yeah. up your house. <laughs> like, I feel bad. Yeah. Making I don't want to poop. Like I don't want to put poop in your garbage because I know how much it smells. And that's also when I got into, I was making my own candles for a really long time. Yeah. I would make these odor eliminator, um, either the wax melts. Or the candles, which was great, especially near, because those diaper genies, they reek <laughs> after a while. You gotta air them suckers out. So, uh, yeah, I would have either a candle I could put high up on a shelf or something like that and work wonders for clearing out uh, nasty smelling poop smells. <laughs> Another thing that worked really, really well is a, a wipe warmer. It sounds so crazy. But it's so great when you're in like a colder home because especially like they when they're really little they're like eh, they they tense and boys when you hit something cold hits it it definitely starts yeah. going off. The wipe warmer helped me so much when he was like infancy level yeah. because then I could just like have the the wipes were like at least warm enough to where I could wipe them down and it wasn't an issue. Yeah. Do you know what? We probably only used ours for the first couple months. And then, because once it got down lower for the wipe level, it would dry out the wipes that were left. Mm. So we just kind of quit using it after a while. <laughs> we're basically like, sorry, kid, you're going to get a shock because it's going to be cold. <laughs> but yeah, when they're first... When they're first brought home, it's a little bit traumatic for them anyway to have all that. So I can see how it's useful in the first, like, month or so. I'm trying to think of what else did I put on there. Um, things that were, like, the rest of them were basically things for me that helped me, like, be happy. Which were, like, an adult onesie. <laughs> so I've got one that looks like a unicorn and it's comfy as heck. Uh, pop sockets. Because those really come in handy on your phone. And then um, podcasts. Because I just, those are my comfort things. I listen to podcasts help me get through work. I put one on if I'm like doing donuts or I'm like in the back doing dishes. So that's become, a, those are my favorite. Yeah. Well, I think for any parent having some form of health care, health care. <laughs> Having some sort of self-care is good for us. And I think it's maybe because I, uh, my current job, <laughs> where a lot of the stuff we do, we talk about caring for ourselves as we're helping other people. So I think that that's just become one of my, one of my things is I'll say, well, what kind of self-care are you doing? And then I, I think I'm a little, <laughs> you know. Should we do the question of the day or do you want to keep yes. going? Sure. Okay. So question of the day. Is it best to judge people by their intentions or their actions? Oh, 
That's like a. Yeah. I know where I'm at in that one. <laughs> I'm pretty solid in that category. And what's that? Actions. Because you can have an intention about something, but if you're not going to follow through on it, your actions really show the kind of person that you are. Because so you can say, oh, I didn't mean to do that, or I didn't mean to say that terrible thing. But doing those things shows what kind of person that you are. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to, especially if somebody says, oh, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that thing, and then they don't follow through. It's that action of not following through that gives me the idea of what kind of person they are. Yeah, true. I don't know. My always, my always thought process on like, their intentions, do they sit there um, versus versus actions? Like, do they sit there and behind closed doors or, you know, just hate on the black community or the Hispanic community or anything like that, but just not say it in public? Because to me, that's, that's still, like, still makes me, like, look at you sideways. You know what I mean? So that's why it's, like, makes me, like, think. But I get, but... I get what you're saying from like well, the other the other side of that. Like, yeah, you, when you follow through on a lot of things that are not. Yeah. Well, let me put right. it this way. Like sometimes when I'm driving down the road and I've heard it's not just me, I'll have this thing and my mind will go, what if you just drove off the road right now? Yeah. And then I go, no, no, no brain. <laughs> That's not going to happen because, you know, the, so like my head Goes one way, right. but then my actions, obviously. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Go, go, no. I, yeah, I've, I get what you mean. I forget what it's called. I've seen it on TikTok, and then I go, oh, it's not just my brain that's so messed up. That goes, what if you did it? And I don't, I'm never going to. I know I'm never going to. Right. And then it just, it's my brain going, what would happen? It's like, well, brain, you would hit that tree right there, <laughs> and you would die. That's <laughs> what would happen. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally get what you mean because when I, when I was in high school, just to kind of like go back kind of on this, around this topic, um, I had an issue where my mom ended up putting me, bringing me to the ER. She thought I was going to do something to myself. I wasn't. I was having a traumatic and upsetting moment, but I wasn't going to actually harm myself. Yeah. But the doctor started asking questions and I had already told them, yes, I have thoughts. No, I'm not going to do anything. Like. I know I'm not going to do anything. I know for a fact I'm not going to. It's just, you know, like you said, you have the thoughts, then you just don't fall through. And they're like, well, if you were going to, how would you do it? And I'm like, but, I, but I'm not going to do it. So I don't, I don't think about that. But, but if you were to, and I'm like, I just kind of like look at them, like, but I'm, but I'm not. So, but what if you were to? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I just started listing things. Cause like, that's just what like came off the top of my head. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I guess maybe this way. And they're like, oh. And they start like ferociously like writing it all down. And I'm like, bro, I was just listing things because you wouldn't stop asking me questions that I didn't even understand. <laughs> but yeah. I guess it's like. Okay, I want to like, thank Google for mm -hmm. giving me the name to this because I just Googled and it's called Call of the Void. Yeah. So it's it's like the thought where you're like um, a th a thought of like jerking the wheel into oncoming yeah. traffic. <laughs> Which, I have that often. There's a name for it, and I did not know before TikTok that there was a name for that until somebody said something about it, and I was like, oh, 
Why do our brains do that? What a weird, weird thing. Yeah, but I I would definitely have to. I guess in in that in that situation, yeah, I would definitely have to agree with you that actions definitely, you know, mean more than intent. Yeah, yeah. I say this every week. I'm like, man, I gotta find some lighter questions because these are all heavy. Heavy. <laughs> They're all. <laughs> Heavy and thought-provoking. Like, if you were fun, like if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? What's your <laughs> spirit animal? Yeah, is a hot dog a sandwich? Is the ocean soup? You know, those. <laughs> why? Why is the sky blue? Well, that's well, a science actually, question more than. I, and, and I and I know the answer to it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I I downloaded a book for Liam that's all these like why questions. So why is the sky blue? Why are clouds white? You know, those general why, you know. Which I I found interesting too cuz I learned things. <laughs> why is it like this? Why is this this way? Oh, hey, cool. This kid's book told me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, listeners, for joining us for episode five. Uh, and once again, off we're off topic. So I think that's going to be the standard is we, we will never be fully on topic. I, I highly doubt it. <laughs> I don't see I don't see that ever happening. <laughs> and if it does, it will be like an April Fool's thing or something. <laughs> well, our brains can't stay on the track. That's part of really the problem. Can't. Like we started off off the rails like we weren't really yeah we were already <laughs> off topic way too far into, into it to get show. back on again <laughs> we just 40 minutes into it we're like wait a second add get get right on there <laughs> what were we supposed to talk about today not what we've been talking about but kind of a little bit oh goodness <laughs> well thank you for listening out there everybody we appreciate you if you're actually bothering to listen to what we talk about. Absolutely. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The intro was titled Work, and the outro was titled Aerosol of My Love, and can be found at incomptech.filmmusic.io.